Hi, welcome to my magical cottage core life. This is Kenya Koviak, and this is a hidden episode. It's a bonus episode. This episode is about the power of the random crocheted flower. Okay, so what do I mean by that? There is a great deal of power behind a crocheted flower when they pop up in the most amazing and unexpected places. It's something you can make, something you can do, and something that can transform even the most mundane things in your life to being cottagecore and cozy and sweet. Don't believe me? Let's talk about it. This is Kenya, and let's get started. We've all seen them. Those tiny little crocheted flowers. They pop up in the weirdest places in different boho shops and boutiques. You see them on crazy socks. You see them on straw hats or wool hats. You see them on felted caps. You see them on notebook covers. I'm talking about those crocheted flowers. They're tiny, or sometimes they can be the size of your hand's palm. They usually have three or four colors. More often than not, they either have fall colors or spring colors. They're really simple to make. Any quick tutorial online or in a book will show you how to make your own. But it's the power behind them that we want to talk about. It is the ultimate symbol of not just being able to personalize something, but also that being small doesn't mean you don't have power. Think about it. One of those flowers can transform even the most ordinary thing into something whimsical. I know that near me, I can get red heart yarn at a place called Burlers in Warren, Michigan. And that yarn is made in such a way that they have multiple colors on a single line of yarn. Knitting with those gives you the funkiest results. And you can stick those flowers anywhere. 
but it really represents that small is not weak. Small is powerful. Quiet is powerful. Cute is powerful. But if you need some ideas on where to put those flowers to make an impact, to brighten the space, to just say you were there, or to lift up the spirits of yourself and everyone around, let's get into it. So the best place I can think of for people to be able to bring some whimsy and some fun to a space that may not already have it is at work. Whether you sit at a desk, stand on your feet, work in a call center, or on a sales floor, you can bring that little flower with you in such a way that you always have a touch of hominess with you and no one needs say a word. The easiest way is to put it on a pen. That's right, a pen or a pencil wrapped in yarn and you can either stitch or hot glue that little flower to the top. It's a small thing, but it can make a world of difference And if you work at a desk, having a cup or a vase full of pens and pencils wrapped in yarn and topped off with those little crocheted flowers is like having a bouquet of home everywhere you go. Did you know that if you sing while crocheting, the good feelings go I mean, of course, this is folklore, but why not? Singing happy songs is one of the ways to take away the blues from anything. And if you take a bouquet of well-sung crocheted flowered pens to work, if no one else knows, you know that you have a pocket of sunshine right there on your desk. And if good feelings are contagious, whoever picks up that pen to use it, and in this age of the pandemic, you might want to put a slipcover on it, or at least spray it every once in a while, but they would have such a good time and good feeling. Let's move on to the next thing. Another place that the little flower can pop up and just make your day and again it's not something huge it's not a massive statement but you can put them on your socks now I know that there are boutique socks and specialty knitwear where they already come pre-assembled but why should you miss out on the fun you can stitch small crocheted flowers on really funky socks and they don't have to be the super tall ones either 
you can put them on the sides of your socks, like on the cuff. This is especially cute on knee socks or ankle socks. And if you're a man, there's no reason you still can't use crocheted flowers. There's no limit on nature or happiness. It's not about sex or gender. Happiness is happiness. And you should be able to experience it every time you wish. For that matter, it's cold here in the United States, so you can also add those flowers to your gloves. It's a cute thing, and again, a little bit of happiness everywhere you go. Let's move on to a new thing. So this is a hidden episode, so it won't be as long as the others, but I've got one more thing for you to consider other than the obvious headbands or tote bags and things. Crocheted flowers, because of the way that they're done, can be removed and re-added at will. So here's the ultimate funky boho addition for your home. You can make a mobile out of flowers and a curtain out of those crocheted flowers, a mini one, just for your kitchen to hang. It's really cute. And you could add little herbs to hang from the little uh, loops of them if you wished to bring a really nice scent to a space. I prefer rosemary, lemongrass, and thyme. And yes, I do have them in my home. I hang special wreaths and things on flowers and other things all the time. It makes the space feel better and it helps them dry. In the winter, I can look at them and just enjoy the happiness I had from my garden. And it spruces up my home. No pun intended, I will be gathering spruce in the upcoming months. And I can add those to my green crocheted flowers in my little window. So that's it for this super secret episode. You'll always know when it's a hidden episode because it won't be numbered the same. It'll say SS1 or super secret one. That way you know that it's a super secret episode. Okay, I'm only going to post this on my Facebook page group, My Magical Cottage Core Life. And that's the only place you'll see this advertised. So, if you're a fan and a listener, you'll find it. If not, uh, you might find it just by going through the podcast. Alright everyone, this is just between you and me. Put it in your book of stuff and have a great day. And thank you for joining me for this super secret hidden episode of my magical cottagecore life. Goodbye! Hello, my name is Kenya, and welcome to My Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, 
we are going to talk about something that I really enjoy doing, but I haven't seen it anywhere else, so I don't know if other people have done it yet. So today, I want you to take out your book of stuff, and what we're going to do is do some crafting, but this may take a while because this craft you might want to collect things little by little to add to it today i am going to teach you how to make your own keepsake garden box if you've ever read the book the secret garden and i highly recommend it if you haven't then you'll understand how special it is to find a secret garden and be able to explore it and it's just yours and it's special. Well, today's craft is kind of like that, but in a to-go kind of thing. So let's get started. Hello! This is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core life. Okay, so I took a day off to recover. I haven't been feeling very well. <clears throat> my voice still is a little gravelly. But a little tea and a little fun helped fix that. Tea is really good. Really, really good. I have orange mint that I grow, and I mix it with tea. And that's something to kind of think about, because tea itself is really only tea if it is actually part of a beverage containing tea leaves but if it's simply herbs without tea leaves from the tea plant then what it is is actually a tisane so I also drink tisanes, and either way, orange mint in a tisane or a tea is really good. It brings me up and helps me with my sometimes very cold feet in nature, but that's just for me. So today we're not going to be talking about tea directly though. Today we're going to talk about making some really special little cookies, little tea cookies or tea biscuits, and I, I went into my kitchen and I made a recipe and I'm gonna share it with you so let's get started so I was thinking about what to do with the carrots in my kitchen and I have a sweet tooth and I was like well you know you can make a little bit of everything and I didn't want to make carrot cake I didn't want to make a big dessert I just wanted to use a little something also since I've been under the weather I wanted to make use of some herbs in my cabinet that I had dried in jars. So the herb that I used is a flower called calendula. So I put together calendula and shredded carrots to make calendula carrot tea biscuits. And I'm going to tell you how to do that in just a bit. So take out your book of stuff and let's get ready. So what you're going to need to make this recipe, you're going to need six tablespoons of flour, 
two tablespoons of sugar, or three if you have a really big sweet tooth, but don't go overboard. You're going to need one and a half tablespoons of butter or margarine, two shredded carrots, a tablespoon and a half of calendula flowers dried, or maybe just a handful, a small handful if they're fresh, just the yellow flower petals, don't use the heads. And you're also going to need a dash of vanilla flavoring. And because I like the way it tastes, a pinch of nutmeg. And then you're also going to need a half of a tablespoon, excuse me, half a teaspoon of baking powder. In addition to this, you'll need a bowl and a cookie sheet and a plate. And of course a cheese, uh, a cheese grater that you're gonna use for carrots. So gather all that stuff up and we'll go to the next part. Now that you have all your ingredients, mix your softened butter or margarine together with your sugar. Whip it up until it's well combined. Now add your calendula flowers and put to the side. Wash and grate your carrots. Peel them if they're not fresh from the garden. Cut off the tops and tips. Put to the side. Now add your vanilla extract to your bowl of sugar and flowers and butter. Combine well. Add your carrots now and six tablespoons of flour. It can be any kind of flour. Uh, all purpose is best. Don't use cake flour if you can help it. It's not that kind of recipe. Now, if you like, you can put a pinch of nutmeg now. If you don't want that taste, you can put a pinch of clove or leave it out all together. Combine and whip. And then what's gonna happen is the dough is gonna be a little bit stiff and you'll be able to make small little balls with your hands. Now comes the next step. Now that you've got everything whipped up, set your oven at 350. Give it about five minutes to heat up and place your cookies on your cookie sheet. You wanna make them about the diameter of either a quarter, that's the cat again, or a little bit under a 50 cent piece. It really is up to you. It can make anywhere from a dozen to nine, depending on how large your diameter of your cookies are. Just put them on the cookie sheet. Don't, you do not have to put butter on it. Just put them straight on, or you can use parchment paper. Put them in the oven for about 16 minutes. Watch them closely, don't let them overcook. They will be light and fluffy. If you add too many carrots, it, it will be a weird texture, so try not to add too much. This recipe can be doubled or even tripled. They go perfectly with either tea or lemonade. Now you might be thinking, yes, that is fluffy the destroyer in the background again. You might be thinking, what is it that I could drink with this? Well, remember we said before in the beginning that I like to drink tea and tisanes of orange mint and orange mint blends. So this will be a good combination. But if you don't have that, an English breakfast tea or even better, an Earl Grey would go very well. If you're feeling adventurous, 
a jasmine tea would work as well, or a heather tea. Yes, that is the cat. <laughs> it's not an episode, it seems, unless there's a chance of a random cat. Okay, so my recommendation is to set these out on a sunny looking plate, preferably when you're feeling down, because this can really bring you up. Maybe a nice doily. Who knows? It's up to you. And maybe you could have cucumber sandwiches and keep the theme going a vegetable based garden kind of food. All right, I think there's one more thing. Okay, we said there would be one more thing, and that thing is to say goodbye. Because, like I said before, I try to make these episodes short and sweet. Now make sure you put all this in your book of stuff, try it out, tell me how it worked for you. Remember, I enjoy your feedback. You can find me on Facebook at My Magical Cottage Core Life or on other social media. Look for this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and other podcast hosts and platforms. Now, I really enjoyed this time we had together. My husband is waiting for me to finish this episode, so I really don't want to keep you too long. And the cat's kind of just laying on me with a plop. So I think it's almost my bedtime. Um, But again, I did enjoy this time with you. And we're friends, right? So we can talk about this. So make sure you put this in your book of stuff under food. And I will see you next time on my magical cottage core life. Goodbye.